1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get to Faraz right now of Upper Hand Fantasy. He has a fantasy podcast on the Odyssey Network. You can find him uh, on Instagram or some of his plays on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. So joining us now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, Faraz Siddiqui. So Faraz, are we picking on the Vikings yet again this week? (laughs)
2: you know i i I want to i want to uh i i didn't see any lines up any props up yet for dj shark but as soon as i find them i'm going to bet the over i don't care what the number is i think it's going to be i'm I'm assuming maybe 40 45 receiving yards that might be even too high to have the prop set at uh but i'm taking the over on that one for sure
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, so uh we Go go ahead pj uh
0: yeah i was just gonna ask the uh the the Jets-Bills game, for Oz. Chelsea and I have been talking that a bunch. Was there anything that interests you in that game, especially now that it's Mike White who's facing the Bills, whereas Zach Wilson went the uh, second time around?
2: Yeah, you know, over over the last couple games, you know, Garrett Wilson, he's finally being thrown to. You know, that's something that we've been hoping for, either him or Elijah Moore, one of these wide receivers, to do their thing. Uh, you know, we, we as Chelsea and I were talking about before the sh- segment started, you know, we hit Garrett Wilson on the over last week. And I think we got to do it again. You know, his receiving prop is sitting at 61 and a half. Um, you know, we're smashing that over at, at minus 125 the last two games with mike white you know 95 yards 162 receiving yards he went over 92 receiving yards in four of his last five games so 61 and a half doesn't seem too scary to me uh, And when you look at the matchup like the bills they let number one wide receivers do their thing you know whether they're out in the perimeter or on the slot you know my, amara saint brown got it done two weeks ago uh amari cooper the week before that eight for 113 and two touchdowns justin jefferson the week before that 10 for 193 in the touchdown I I know Tredavious White you know is making his way back for the bills uh, but we can't expect him to just shut down number one wide receivers right away
1: yeah and a lot of it is targets too we were talking about like strategies when it comes to fantasy and also props and Garrett Wilson has been getting a ton of targets lately had 15 targets last time out against the Vikings so the matchup is it clearly is good against the bills but still at a low number of 61 and a half i'm with you and i should have been with you last week and i'm kicking myself because that was one i saw and i was like oh i should steal that from for and i did not all right so let's go to 49ers and bucks uh i personally think it's going to be christian mccaffrey that's hauling in some passes uh, or some he should be making some catches as i feel like when you have a new quarterback like brock purdy we'll see a lot of checkdowns. but what are you seeing in this game when it comes to props
2: no, I'm with you. Uh, the, and you mentioned McCaffrey. His prop is set at – was his, his reception prop is set at four and a half. So I'm smashing the over on that one. Uh, you know, I, I think it, it, that's at minus 165 odds, so I think it's a solid one to maybe to throw into a parlay, you know, given those odds. But he had ten targets last week. Nine of them came from Brock Purdy, uh, and his some of his other wide receivers had good matchups. So, you know, with the reception prop set at four and a half, in this game like i'm definitely going you know with, with the over on that one um but on the other side of the ball in that game i really like chris godwin this week and you know one of the matchups that we've been explaining you mentioned minnesota's defense for defense is obviously really good but they're very vulnerable to slot wide receivers and chris godwin's prop is set at 60 and a half receiving yards at minus 115 uh, and like I mentioned, 49 has been one of the worst teams against the slot. Godwin's really the only wide receiver that Brady is clicking with right now. Uh, he had a tough matchup out of the slot last week, and he still caught eight for 63. So uh, also, you know, if you're feeling really lucky, you know, you can go for the six and a half receptions at minus 115 odds. I, I might stick with the yardage, though.
0: I think both of those are really good looks for us. Uh, The McCaffrey prop I love uh, this week, especially with Brock Purdy, young quarterback in there. My favorite total of the week is Dolphins and Chargers. I like the over. I think we can get a lot of points in that game. So I think there's some good value for some props on Sunday Night Football. Any players that jump out at you that you like in that game?
2: Yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler is the obvious one for me. Um, You know, there's a couple things I'm looking at here. Uh, His receiving yard prop is set at 44.5 at minus 110. His scrimmage yard prop is set at 97.5 at minus 115. I'm leaning towards going with his receiving prop. Um, You know, he's done it each of the last two weeks, going over 44.5. And Miami is bottom 10 in receiving yards allowed to running backs this year. I think I might lean that way. Um, I'm really curious to know what you guys think about that one. Like, what would you guys rather go with? Uh, And also, PJ, I want to know about – I heard uh, you like the Chargers at plus three and a half. I want to hear more about that too.
0: Yeah, I I like the Chargers this week. You know, the Dolphins are staying out on the West Coast, which does worry me. They played San Francisco last week, obviously, and now they're playing the Chargers. I just like the Chargers as dogs in this spot. This is the third time in like the last five weeks we're seeing them on Sunday Night Football as as underdogs. They've covered the previous two, and I just like getting the hook. I think it's going to be a field goal game. Uh, in that one and and then Eckler I'm with you I mean Eckler's the guy receive he might be a good guy to like target with like two or more touchdowns you know getting one rushing getting one receiving um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting game but yeah I like the Chargers plus three and a half
1: I think yeah, in I, that I,
2: game I, I like
1: it I was gonna say go, usually if you are playing the Chargers the opposing running back is usually a pretty solid play but I don't know who's going to get the carries. Is it going to be Raheem Mostert? Is it going to be Jeff Wilson? Because that's the thing about the Chargers. They have a terrible run defense. But when you have a situation like that where you're not sure, or at least I don't know who's going to get the carries, is that one you stay away from? Or do you think that's worth a play uh, for any running back going against the Chargers? You
2: know, it was super tempting to choose one of these guys. You know, I was going to talk about them on this show, to be honest with you. But, you know, the two weeks ago, Jeff Wilson was the guy. Last week, Mm -hmm. Raheem Mostert was the guy. So it's like, it's going to flip-flop, and you you might end up choosing the wrong guy. And their props are set at very similar lines this week, Um, but, you know, good luck choosing the right guy, because uh, Mike (laughs) McDaniel has shown that he likes both of these guys, so we'll see. It could be a 50-50 split, or you could just pick the wrong guy who ends up getting all the work.
0: Yeah, Faraz, speaking of another running back, too, you know, the Seattle running back, situation this week is going to be fascinating Kenneth Walker has been so great for them but he's banged up so what do you do in that Seattle game against Carolina is is there anything you do with the running backs or you just kind of looking at Geno props or Metcalf and Lockett
2: I I do think that they let Geno cook in this game you know if Kenneth Walker is out um but I'll say this though. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a Travis Homer stand Like, and I know that's weird to say. I'm probably like one of one. Uh, But if Kenneth Walker's out of this game, if DJ Dallas is also out, I think, I think it's going to be a situation where, um, where uh, Travis Homer, I'm sorry, gets all the work. I, I really do. And I think that his, you know, total scrimmage uh, yard prop, his rushing prop, all of that is going to be kind of depressed, I would say. I would I would think, you know, his total scrimmage yards might be around 60 or something like that. I think it's, it would go way over that uh, if he ends up being the guy this week. So I'm paying attention to that. I think this Carolina defense can be run all over. The running backs uh, so far this year have produced a ton against this defense. So I think it's a little bit of a sneaky play. I'll be paying attention to that. As these guys start to get ruled out, uh, these props will start appearing up on these sports books.
1: All right, Faraz, there was one game that I wanted to see what the props were listed at, but we don't have any numbers, so that makes it difficult. But I was looking at Jags and Titans because one matchup that's been pretty profitable going against this Titans secondary, whoever is the opposing quarterback usually puts up a good amount of yards and you can usually get an over on on at least one of the receivers. I know you have been pretty high on Christian Kirk for uh, most of the season is there any receiver that you'd be targeting in the Jags or do you think this isn't a good matchup?
2: Yeah. You know, I love talking. Christian Kirk has made me a lot of money this year. Uh, I appreciate you, Christian Kirk. I appreciate you so much, Uh, (laughs) but uh, you know, out of the slot this week, it's a little bit of a tougher matchup. You know, overall the Titans have given up a ton of receiving yards to wide receivers. And you know, Kirk can overcome this matchup, but I'm staying away from him this week. Um, Zay Jones, against Tennessee on the perimeter that's really where their vulnerabilities are on the outside Zay Jones Zay Jones runs almost all of his routes on the outside uh, and that's that's where I'm targeting Zay Jones not this past week but the two weeks before that very high target share you know very high production I think that kind of reverts back to him this week because he has the matchup advantage.
0: Faraz, I want to ask you this Dallas Houston game. When you have a spread that's so big, like seventeen and a half points, where the game could be in question going into the fourth quarter, like what do you do with props when you're betting that game? Or are you more cautious? Like do you take unders in the passing props because you figure Dak might get pulled in the fourth quarter? Do you take Texans passing props because they're going to be throwing from behind? Like when you get spreads like that, what, what do you tend to target?
2: I, you know, I think you nailed two things. Number one, yes, I do look at the opposing offense and kind of target their receivers and their quarterbacks. But then when you look at this team, who are you going after, right? You know, Brandon Cooks is going to be out of this game. Nico Collins is going to be out as well. So you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, betting no on Davis Mills at all. So I'm that's out for me. Uh, but I do look at the running backs on on the Cowboys, right? Like obviously, you know, their identity right now is running the ball with Zeke uh, and with um uh, I'm sorry I can't can't, I'm I'm Tony Pollard right now thank you so (laughs) I'm a fantasy guy and Pollard is like the fantasy sweetheart of the year and I can't remember um but yeah those two guys like I'm looking at I haven't seen the numbers on those guys like it's not up yet on these sports books uh but I'll be looking you know to see what those what those are looking like anytime touchdown see what the what the odds are on that maybe you know parlay those in with some other picks uh, because I can imagine the odds on that, you know, you know, might not be as great. Uh, but I do like those guys. I want to look at what the rushing totals are the running backs for the favorites in these type of games. I do like to look at those guys. Keep in mind with Dallas that, you know, they do like to bring in their third string running back like they did last week. Uh, if it gets too out of hand in the fourth quarter. So just keep that in mind for any over uh, if you're looking for these uh, over uh, rushing yardage props. For us, we
1: have, thrown so much at you in this interview and you have given us so much good insight but let's do a little like spotify wrapped here who if people are taking away anything from this interview who is in a great spot this week whether it's for fantasy or for props just a few names
2: all right all right let's see well you know i i, I like i mentioned you know the guys that i'm going up that i i love this week like if i'm smashing anybody it's the garrett wilson prop from smashing anybody, yep. it's the Christian McCaffrey uh, reception prop. Those are my two favorites. Uh, you can yeah. try – like, there's an Isaiah McKenzie prop, you know, 30-and-a-half receiving yards against the Jets. I'm not so into that one, but, like, you, we talked about Isaiah Pacheco before the show started, 62-and-a-half rushing yards at minus 115. I think the Chiefs try to get it done on the ground against the Broncos, right? The pass defense is really good. They've given up the second-least passing yards in the NFL this year. So I know they have Patrick Mahomes, but it's still tough. So I think the way to beat them is through the ground. So I think Pacheco can get over that pretty easily. So I think those those two, the Chris Godwin over 16 and a half receiving yards, I, I'm really bullish on that one too. So I think, you know, the McCaffrey one, the Godwin one, and I think the the Garrett Wilson one are my, two, are my three favorites this week.
1: All right. So now people have no excuse not to play these things because, Faraz, <laughs> there's been weeks where you have said players on the show, and I regrettably did not listen, and they were easy winners. So great stuff, is always, from Faraz Siddiqui of Upper Hand Fantasy, host of the Upper Hand Fantasy podcast on the Odyssey Network. Faraz, thanks for all the insight, and thank you for answering all of our questions today.
2: (laughs) No problem, guys. I appreciate you. Thanks,
1: Faraz. That was Faraz Siddiqui on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more uh pj i think i'm gonna swipe that garrett wilson one that was one of my favorite plays too i think it's gonna be one of my best bets
0: i i think so too chelsea for us you know he kind of just he comes in he put the the finishing stamp on it kind of sealed the deal so i'm with you garrett wilson's been hot i think you just got to keep riding him